Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Welcome back to Hot Tub Beer. So, special episode today. Um, we're we're actually not in the hot tub. We have invaded Thistle Draft Shop uh, for some specific reasons. We've got a really cool episode. I'm not going to take all the credit for this. Uh, Miss Mariah Poulpain's Pena is here with me today. Hello. Um, she she has. This is a lot of a lot of her idea. This is some exciting stuff. I've also got the the owner, the proprietor, the fairy godmother of Houston Craft Brewing uh, with us today, Miss Mary Thorne. Yellow. Oh, this is Good this morning. is exciting. So. What, what we have in front of us right now is kind of like a, a Texas thing, right? So I, I didn't do this as a kid, uh, but my father-in-law is crazy about this. Like if he gets a Big Red, he puts peanuts in the Big Red, and that's how he drinks it. Um, but he's also a huge fan of peanut brittle. Now, Mariah, you had one of those websites pulled up, and they was talking about that being like this Texas thing. Like why is peanuts in the Big Red such a big deal? Okay. So it says here, um, let it load, I apologize. Uh, oh my God, sorry, I lost She's it. going really slow, I by am. the way. I know, <laughs> I know those of you at home, it, it feels like a lull, and it is, because we're just watching Mariah flip through her phone. Got it, no, well, she, I got now it. Now she's there, got now it. she's there. I'm here. Um, so, it's, take a few salted peanuts, toss them into a can of Big Red, and voila. Done. You've got sipping, and this is what we have here in front of us. Okay. Beautiful, right? It's supposed to mimic. Um, I apologize if I don't know the actual name of it, but the red peanut patty. You know what I mean? It's called a uh, oh yeah that candy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's a uh, equivalent of peanut brittles, southern cuisine, salty sweet red peanut patty. Nice. Ah, interesting. So, that's what we're starting out with. So I know this isn't really hot tub beer fair, right? So this is non-alcoholic. Cheers, everybody. Two, we have uh, big red and peanuts in a snifter this morning. This is probably one of the sexiest things we've done on, uh, on hot tub beers. Mary's, Mary's smelling it. Okay, Mary. Wait, do you like That's the way what? it smells or do you not? Because I kind of enjoy this. It caught me off guard. This is one of the things where we really need to add a video component to this thing because some of the faces that get made, whether it's a good beer or a bad beer, uh, we're over here laughing. Everybody at home. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not sure what that smell is. Okay. It's beautiful. I mean, I know what it is, but... So, all right, so Mariah. I like it. Weigh in. Tell us what's going on there. So, the nose on this um, is wonderful. It's, I will say it's wonderful because it's salty, it's sweet, it's red dye number five. I love it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I like that the peanuts that she chose are just the right amount of salty that it's kind of like falling into the entire like beer. It is. It's, it's this is the soda. We're not to the beer yet. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I apologize. Yeah. My bad. Retract. The big red. It's amazing. It's falling into the big red and it's it's quite good. It's, what do you think, Mary? <laughs> she, <laughs> she is it's okay. Big Red will never hear this. Yeah. Well, you know what? Right, it's, right. it's it's interesting. I think for me, as the as my palate has grown to mature, what it is, uh-huh. this is off putting <laughs> because I don't drink a lot of sodas. Okay. And I'm having trouble getting past the peanuts. 
and the soda, it's okay. Okay. I mean, I can see the novelty of it. Yeah. And I think it, in high school, I probably would have dug it really nicely. But as an adult, um, yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you mentioned being in high school, right? So, pre-drinking days, right? Which are supposed to be high school, I guess, theoretically. Um, what was the go-to? Like, you had a drink that you were going to drink. Like, the, you went, went to the store with mom and dad. What were you pulling out of the cooler to try and get them to buy you? Yeah, you know, that's an interesting statement. Um, I, I, I kind of just pittered around, pilled around with it in my head, and, and I can't really think of anything in particular. I know the Big Reds were a big deal. I would drink those. The Dr. Yeah. Pepper were a big deal. I'd drink those. But I think my go-to as a kid was... McDonald's ice cream and french fries. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. The dip in them. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that is that is cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting conversation. But again, right, we're going back to the sweet and the savory together. Right. That's kind of neat. That's kind of neat. What did, what did you have, Mariah? What was your go-to then? Surge. Surge? Mm. Yeah, you remember Surge? I do. Um, I She's loved much it. younger than we are. Yeah, yes. I loved yeah. it so much. Um, so Surge was my go-to drink. And then when they obviously discontinued that... It would have been um, vanilla Coke. I love vanilla really? Coke. I still love vanilla Coke to this day. Like, if I'm feeling, like, down, it's vanilla Coke. Yeah. It yeah. hits See, me. When I was a kid, they had this thing called Jolt Cola. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, if if I could, if my parents were in a good mood, I could get a Jolt Cola, right? Because then they would be prepared for the after effects. But the <laughs> like, if they weren't, if you're like, no, Tim, we're we're not doing a Jolt Cola today. It was it was always Big Red, and and, and the, the flavor of Big Red was I, I absolutely loved it. And then, like you said, as in adulthood. I got away from drinking sodas. I wasn't drinking them as much, and they became too sweet to me, and and things like that. And then uh, where I work now. Uh, whenever we have big outdoor events, the administration stocks a cooler full of soft drinks and waters and things for everybody to come and drink as you go along. And they started stocking it with Big Red. And I was like, man, I fell in love with it all over again. Mm-hmm. And so to where they tease me, like every time there's, like, there's some Big Red in there, McGuire, go get yourself. <laughs> nice. um, and so, yeah, it's kind of cool. This with the peanuts in it is not anything that I've ever had, Same. but I, I really enjoy it. Like it, it's something cool. It, it's like you said, when I was a kid, if, if I hadn't known about this or been aware of it and done it, dude, this would have been like, this would have been all I would do. But the fun is, I guess, getting a mouthful of those Big Red soaked peanuts. And chewing on them and having that sweet and savory there. It's like almost like a anyway. boba with peanuts. Like it's, Maybe. this is the boba. Yeah. So, okay. I see. I haven't had the boba. So funny story is that when I was at a church retreat one time, um, I, we all went to, uh, it was like a Catholic church retreat and we went to California and obviously none of us had a car. I was 17 at the time and we walked to the gas station because we, they allocated money for us to go get snacks, et cetera, et cetera. So we went and we were like, man, we really want a big red. And the gas station guy, um, hope he's doing well. But he was just like, dude, we don't have big red here. That's like a Texas thing. And I'm just like, is it? Is not, is big red not nationwide? Yeah. I, I don't know I, that. I don't, I don't know if it's nationwide or not. I know that in Texas... Like, we, we get here in, in Texas and we grow up with some things that we just assume are everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, as, as a kid, I could not imagine that other people didn't have the privilege of eating Bluebell. Um, yeah. I, like, yeah, that Absolutely. blew my mind when I found out, like, that's a Texas thing. It's like, everybody has this. That and Dr. Pepper yeah. and Big Red. We're just assuming, like, we have all this great stuff in Texas. Everybody else has it, too. But, no, we're better than everybody else. That's, that's really the moral Texas of the story. Texas is pretty big. Texas is huge. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
we got some really cool stuff. And this amazing. is this is another another one that we're adding to it. That this has, I will say this: there is nothing subtle about the flavors here. No. no. Can I retract my facial expressions? You you may, <laughs> you may. <laughs> I, I kind of dig in the sweetness and the saltiness of the peanuts, can tune it all together. Yeah, it yeah. is. It, it but it is very off putting in the beginning. <laughs> okay. okay, so I'm gonna start with you there, then. Let's rate this as just like a guilty pleasure snack, like something that, like, put yourself in that mindset of being a kid, getting a soda, walking home from the grocery store, maybe riding your bike from, or not the grocery store, but the convenience store, riding your bike home from the convenience store, and, and sneaking one of these with some peanuts in it. What do you think on a zero to four hot tub beer scale? We, is this I, something little Mary Thorne would have gone after? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the first and last time that I'll have it. First and last time yeah. that you'll have it? Mm-hmm. So what are you going to rate it? Are you, you're not going to go zero. We're gonna oh, burn, I'm not going to go burn zero. Big red down? I think there's something to it. But now put these peanuts, take, this, take this, this what I have right here, this little bit, these peanuts, this little big red, and pour it over some ice cream. Now you oh. got something. Well, okay. Oh, that, that might be nice. So that's that's one of the things. So my father-in-law, when we, uh, and I'll keep referring back to him, but he's kind of a geek about some of this stuff. Um, he made Big Red ice cream. Oh, cool. It was really, really good. They were home making an ice cream for a little while there, and it was really, really good. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those Texas staples. I think for me, if I'm a little kid, I'm, I'm going 3-5 on this. Like, this is something that would have been fun, something to enjoy. Like, just, I, I, I enjoy the sweet. I enjoy the savory of it. It's, it's, it's very, you know, when you were a little kid, those big flavors were fun. Oh, yeah. They were That's a lot of the fun. The hormones are taking charge. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think, Mariah? Um, mm, I like it. I, I like the salty. I like the sweet. Um, I'm going to follow up with Mary and I'm just, I will probably never have this after this. Yeah. This, yeah. But I, I get the staple, right? It's yeah. almost, I, I love that um, peanut patty that they referenced mm-hmm. in the article. I think that's quite good. My grandfather loved that peanut patty. And, uh, and honestly, that's what it reminds me of. It's just like eating it with my grandfather. It's yes. very good. So, but the drink, however, i won't come back to it. No. Yeah. No. Well, it, it does have some strong flavors, which is why we got some palate cleanser out here. Oh, yes. So, Taylor Beasley, uh, we recently had her coming out party on Hot Tub Beers. Um, if you follow the podcast, you're aware. Um, Taylor Beasley came out as a rep for Tufts Brewing. Oh. Um, and I did so- not see that's where that, that was going. <laughs> <laughs> we like to throw you curveballs here in Hot Tub Beers. We like to lead you down one path and then take you down a completely different one. So, yeah, Taylor came out as, uh, as a rep for Tufts Beer. Uh, and as part of her uh, party, she brought us a case of Tup's National Standard. Um, we rated it on her hot tub beer coming out party, but it is, as of right now, the official palate cleanser of hot tub beers. So cheers to Taylor Beers Beasley. Cheers, cheers to National Standard. And cheers to Big Rib. Now, we did our first non-alcoholic rating on hot tub beers for a very specific reason. So we're going to, here in a moment, take a break. But when we do, we're going to come back to a little brewery in San Antonio who has is so steeped in Texas flavors and Texas tradition that they have developed a beer uh, to pay homage to the soda that we just drank. Okay, so let's take a little bit of a break. We're going to come back and we're going to go to Isla Street in San Antonio, Texas. 
Hot tub beer fans, are you looking to buy, sell, or lease a home with or without a hot tub? Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor, is who you need to call to help with all your real estate needs. Hugh knows hops and Hugh knows houses. That's txbeerrealtor.com or 281-939-8182. So welcome back. So we just got done. I, I will say this, like, so as as we're finishing up these glasses, these these snifters of big red and peanuts, Mary got a spoon and started eating the peanuts. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the big red soaked peanuts. Um, it it was it, it was cool. That was a nice treat to start the episode. And That's now great. the palate is cleansed with the Tubbs National Standard. Mm. One more sip. Um, Shout out to Tubbs. Yeah. Shout out to Taylor. Absolutely. Um, Taylor showed up and watched us on the live broadcast mm-hmm. this morning as well. Um, we're going to Isla Street Brewing in San Antonio, Texas. I, this is going to be the first beer I've ever had in theirs. Okay, so nice. I've never had any beer of theirs. Uh, I love the story, right? So he's talking about his grandpa, Ricardo Pena, came to America. Uh, same dream as everybody else. He served uh, in the U.S. Army and settled in South Texas. Um, and loved sharing... His garden, his homemade flavors, his flavors of Mexico with his family. And I, I think it's a great story. Um, on, on the website, they called him his Popo. Mm-hmm. That's what I called my grandfather. And, and we got Popo and Momo. That's what we got. Momo still with us. Popo passed right before the pandemic. Aww. But he's 96. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. It, it was sad. I, I don't mean to make it not sad. Yeah, it was sad, but... Aww. He he lived a life. You can't you, you can't see it, but we're hugging right now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're hugging. We are. It was I I don't know they, I don't know. Grandparents are, are a soft spot for me. Absolutely love my grandparents and their stories. They were like a second set of parents to me. It was really cool. Um, but we are going now. We've gone on that side note. We're going to Isla Street Brewing. They've got this beer called Rojo. It's a Berliner Weiss brewed with red soda. I'm assuming they're red soda because if you look online. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Okay. They do different can variations of it, right? Right. You see that? The, the can art? Yeah. And so they must have gotten a cease and desist mm-hmm. at some point because it was like, it was Big Rojo mm-hmm. for a while and it had like the same label scheme as Big Red. Um, which brings me to our cease and desist. Oh. Yeah, we have not wow. gotten it yet. Wow, Boulevard. Get it together. Boulevard, I'm going to issue a formal cease and desist via podcast. Stop using our logo. Boulevard, stop yeah. it. <laughs> Are okay. we going to fight to the death with Boulevard? Um, define death. Uh, just a couple like scratches. Like build a podcast? Oh, no. just a couple scratches. Just a couple scratches. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mariah's definition. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just, it's just it's, a mild. Yeah. Just a mild. I don't, like, don't want to kill Boulevard. I don't want Boulevard to kill us. <laughs> no, but <laughs> but a, a very social media public spat. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I think would be uh, would be in order. We're here for the drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. Absolutely. Yeah, we we need that and a collaboration in order to become a podcast. Um, absolutely. We we've had lots of people talk about maybe doing a collaboration with us. We haven't gotten it done yet. It's maybe something I need to apply some more pressure on. Uh, James at Eleven Below. Uh, Boris at No Ugh, Label. James. Um, Andreas at Frost Town. Uh, we're calling all of you out. Yeah, Frost Town's opening soon. Andreas, Andreas jumped on live with us this morning. Was uh, want to know if we want anything from Austin? You know what he's sending us? What pictures? <laughs> <laughs> pictures of the cool shit he's doing. Wow. Andreas. Well, that's appropriate, right? It is. It is appropriate. So, but uh, 
in the original description, they said that they were brewing this with big red syrup. Mm -hmm. So I am incredibly interested in opening this beer up. So the only thing that's making me nervous about this, right, mm -hmm. is this is this is a sour. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, okay. So beautiful, right? It is beautiful. Oh my god. It's so it's, it's almost this this ruby color. It is not deep dark red like big red soda. It is more pink ruby, almost like a grapefruit color mm -hmm. to me. Um, a little bit of orange, a little bit of red, almost well from the sunshine. It's got this orange hue to it. It does. So it's, it's, I don't know, so I'm, I'm very interested in this. And the reason I'm saying, like, do you remember after a while there, they had that not your dad's root beer, mm -hmm. and it was yeah, just yeah. like alcoholic mm -hmm. root beer. And so you had these alcoholic sodas coming on the market where you could like drink like you're a kid again, but mm -hmm. then you can get, still get trash like you're an adult, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so this, this beer, I'm curious if it's going to be like that, but it is not... A malt beverage. It is not a mm -hmm. like. It is a Berliner Weiss mm -hmm. with the soda, and so I'm I'm worried it's going to be sour. I'm worried it's going to be tart, and that's that's my that's my fear before jumping in. So the nose. However, you go into it. They gave you guidelines on how to drink this, oh, right? Okay. You remember? Okay. Yes. So they gave you guidelines. Um, Let's go. Step one. Pop in the cooler. Best enjoyed like a soda. At 39 degrees, Done. so it's it's really cold in here. Yeah, it's oh. cold. <laughs> so it's, it's cold in yeah. here. This might be 42 degrees. Um, and you have to play. Excuse me uh, if I don't pronounce this right, but I love that they put listen to. Uh, I, I can't say it. Can you say it properly? Let's see. Come on, Spanish tongue. Where are we at? Uh... And I I love this like. This group. It's like old school Tejano music. Uh, it's very lovely. It's Intocable. Yes. Very good. Okay. Did you listen to it? I did not listen no, to it. Oh my God. It's beautiful. Okay. So you need to pull up a song right now. There's so <laughs> you guys are, oh my God. Okay, I love so it. So we got we to gotta have it at 39 degrees. We got to listen to Intocable. Yes. And Y Todo Para Que is like amazing. Like it's, I clearly remember like dancing, like with my mom at like this bar it's it's because we grew up on old school Tejano music like okay. and this reminds me of that so this also was what attracted me to trying to pop this open looking at their stories because they put that on there I'm like oh man like it's beautiful like did they dance with their moms in like this weird bar as well like learning how to dance like Tejano music it's very nice so maybe we Your play mom taught me how to dance <laughs> but she did. Oh, yeah, she did. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's hear it. Oh. That okay, so now while it's playing, yes. guys, everybody take a sip. Okay. Cheers. Cheers to Intocable and Rojo. It's got kind of a... Okay. Sorry, the music's got kind of this um, a Cajun vibe to it. Like, what do you call the... Um, like, like Zydeco. Like Zydeco. Yeah, because yeah. that accordion's in there. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's very yeah. nice. But when they get in there, it's just like, oh, my God. It's so good. I, I just, love it. I deviated okay. from the beer. Sorry about that. No, no. no, no, you're, no, no. you're perfectly fine. The, 
All right, so on the nose, it, it smells like a Berliner Weiss. It smells like a Berliner, yeah. But instead of a fruity Berliner Weiss, it's, it's got this big red soda. There is, it is, it's definitely got a Berliner Weiss feel to it. It is definitely mm-hmm. a sour beer. Um, but it's not super tart. It's Ooh. not super, it is, it's got some interesting flavor profile. I mean, obviously, like, I, I think it's safe to say that none of us at this table had had anything similar to this mm-hmm. at all no. uh, no. in a beer. Um, no. I like that initial it's thoughts, yeah. sour on the nose. Like, you get that, right? You're thinking that you're going to go in there and you're going to get, like, man, like, like puckering, lip puckering, like, in which some Berliner Weisses are, right? Yes. Um, but this, it kind of mellows out. It, you get the big red, you get the sweetness, mm-hmm. but also you get a little bit of that that twang at the end to where it's like oh man like i i love how they accompanied so much of it with the big red with the style of it it doesn't lose anything at Mm-mm. all no, no it's beautiful yeah. no it is it's it it is nice it's um there's a sweetness there that backs it up that isn't completely taken away from the souring that's done that that plays back and forth there's a sweet and sour vibe to mm-hmm. it um so you're definitely drinking a Berliner Weiss beer which is going to be if I'm outside in the summer with this beer it that's it's going to be nice it's mm-hmm. going to be refreshing um it's a little cold today um, it is but I love the the flavor profile. It's interesting. But that sweetness does. It brings back those mm-hmm. memories of sipping that big red soda. Yep. But I could be an adult. What I like about it, though, is this is just not an alcoholic soda. There's some craft to this. Yes, absolutely. Which, 100%. which, which I really like, which I think is yeah. kind of cool. Speaking of that, I could put that over ice and enjoy that all afternoon. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's very well crafted. A Rojo crafted. cocktail. Yeah. There you go. A Rojo <laughs> cocktail. I'm going to try but that. You want to know something? They what? also... Did we miss a step? I mean, there was a couple steps. So after that, it said, score the fresh, freshest babacoa tacos. Yes. Ah, okay. So I was, I was nice. reading some stuff too, right? So I didn't realize this. There is a barbacoa and big red festival in San Antonio. All right. right? San Antonio. So huh. what I want to do is, is I, I, I thought that was really cool, right? I want to rate this beer. Okay, just talk about this beer solo. And then we're going to take another break. We're going to come back for the last segment. But the last segment, we have some barbacoa tacos in front of us, uh, crafted by the Trina Shields uh, mm-hmm. in the kitchen of Fist Draft Shop. And we're going to rate the pairing, right? Because if these are all the steps, right? Let's take each step. We've evaluated the big red and peanuts. We've evaluated uh, the, the beer. Now we're going to try the pairing. Absolutely. And uh, sail off into the sunset. Agreed. Yes. Like Because Mariah just went to bed three hours ago. She no, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the uh, the beer, the Rojo, oh. on a scale of one to four, or zero to four, excuse me, where are we at? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to start off with it because I, I fell in love with this beer because I fell in love with the story. I also fell in love with the fact that they used... I mean, big red in it. And um, if you go to their website, they're amazing. It's a beautiful story, right? Okay, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, again, and I've said it here on the podcast, I'm not a fan of, like, Berliners. I'm not a fan of Sours. It just it does something to my palate that I don't like. But this, when I tried this two weeks ago, it was quite enjoyable. I loved it. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it doesn't lose any of its consistency of that fact. You smell it on the nose. 
it's a it's a Berliner, right? Yeah. Boom. But you get into it and it leads you through a whole other journey of like sour, sweet. You know, you don't lose any of it. It's like you said before, it's a soda, but hey, beer, craft, like it's boom, it's there. So I'm going to give this four out of four. Whoa. I love this. Whoa. I love this. Son of a gun. It sold me on the story. I didn't even have to try it before. You know what I mean? Like, and then I was boom. Love it. And so that's, that's kind of cool. I like that because a lot of times the story behind the beer, the story behind what what you're drinking, it really adds to. I mean, we did an episode. The last episode that was released was uh, Hammer Smash Face mm-hmm. with uh, with Vince Mandeville, the guy who brewed it, right? And so sitting in the hot tub, hearing his stories, and then drinking his beer in front of him, that was phenomenal like Absolutely. the story and the setting add to so much to it right and that, which is why we kind of fun to take a little trip down memory lane let's have some big red and peanuts and let's have this soda that yeah. we're trying there let's take the steps that they want us to eat it at and also he's a benya i'm a benya i'm biased oh mm, you know ah. what i mean can y'all can y'all communicate telepathically absolutely so what does he think? What does he think of the episode so far? Even though it's not released, ten out of ten. Oh, he broke the hot tub beer scale. Yeah. Went ten out of ten. <laughs> impressive, impressive, sir. Mary, I'm I'm digging it. I don't think I'd give it a four point four point oh, but mm-hmm. I, I four point nine 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 nine. But it's it it really tops up there. I would give it a three point five. Three point five. Yeah, I think um, it's a sweet blender. It's, it's yes. got its place. It's not got that um, smoothie effect to it. I really like what it brings to it. And That's you, a good call. And the, and the Big Red, it comes through. Mm-hmm. Yes. Big Red comes through. I agree with you. I think if the Big Red does come through and it doesn't become, like, that offensive. was one of my other fears, right? Like this is going to be Too syrupy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. And it's not. It's, it's very light and clean like you expect a blender. Like well they did balanced. a very good job of brewing that beer to style. Yep. And then instead of fruiting it, Big redded it, yeah. uh, which, is, which is really cool. A new term, big um, redded it. They did big redded it. Um, I'm going to go, this is a hard one for me because I like this beer, but it is so unique. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to give it a unique rating. How about uh, 3.67842? Um, it is, this is something that I would love to sit back like this. And I, I'm really looking forward to the next segment. Because this beer and barbacoa tacos just sounds like the perfect breakfast mm-hmm. right now to me. Is it a breakfast hot tub beer? It might be oh. a breakfast hot tub beer with barbacoa tacos. Right? Without, yes. They, the pool filter may work extra overtime because it's going to be people the guy in the water. But uh, yeah, it's going to be good. It's, it's so, delicious. Yes. Thank you, ladies, for, for coming and hanging out with me uh, this morning and uh, drinking some of, you know, trying soda with with peanuts early in the morning and now we're going to beer um but we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back and we're going to feed you breakfast because we're going to do barbacoa tacos and rojo paired together in just a moment are you looking for a house with a hot tub so you can be just like us if so you need to call hugh height the texas beer realtor He's a craft beer fan looking to help out his fellow hopheads any way he can with their real estate needs. That's Hugh Height, TXBeerRealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Welcome back. Uh, if you can hear in the background, uh, we've got the Intocables playing. Um, we're moving on to the last segment of the day. We're having breakfast here at Hot Tub Beers. We got some barbacoa tacos uh, by Trina Shields. So if you look at their Instagram, there will be 
pictures of the tacos and the whole nine released when we get going, uh, when we release the episode. But these are beautiful tacos. Uh, corn tortillas, got the barbacoa, we got a couple slices of avocado, we got pico de gallo, and we've got some house-made salsa that he made as well as queso fresco on top. Yeah. Am I missing anything, girls? No, that's it. So this is how we're going to pair it. This is San Antonio. We're pretending we're at the San Antonio Barbacoa and Big Red Festival. So let's dig in. Let's let's have some barbacoa tacos Rolling and some rolls. <laughs> so I, I, I was reminded of a story. Tell you right quick. So when my youngest son was born, um, Jake, this is a Jake story, and he's going to be really mortified that I tell it, but um, <laughs> when my youngest son was born, all the boys were there, uh, Jake and Jared were there, and I'm staring at these tacos. My mouth is watering. I'm ready to eat them, and it reminded me of Jake when we were in the hospital with Jason, our youngest one. Jake was just staring at the food, just ready to dig into that food, and that's how I feel like, it's, oh, this is going to be so good. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's so, any story that's going to embarrass Shake is always welcome on the podcast. <laughs> Just please understand that. Um, you will never be turned away, never be denied from telling the story. But the entire time you were telling the story, I'm eating barbacoa tacos, okay? Which are phenomenal, by the way. Like, if you're not coming to Thistle Draft Shop and sneaking, any of these specials that, that he throws down uh, during, the, uh, during the week, you gotta try them. This is phenomenal. This is great. It is. Very good. So, after a couple bites of barbacoa, Rojo beer. Okay, that's nice. Mm-hmm. It is, because that's, you get all of the savoriness and the, the, the spiciness from the, the barbacoa, and then you go back to the, the Rojo, mm. and you're just like, man, I get it. Yes. I get it. Like having your dessert with your taco. Mm-hmm. It is. It, there's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, and it's an interesting combination. Okay, so if I'm drinking a regular Berliner Weiss, what would I pair that Berliner Weiss with? I guess it what depends. Yeah. What's that? I guess it depends, right? What? Yeah. What, so if, yeah. Okay, so we had the, uh, let's go ahead and we'll, we'll throw, uh, was it Parish under the bus with the tiny S's? Okay. Oh, crazy, good. crazy flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I would say it's it's fruited with. Prairie. Was it prairie? It's prairie. It's prairie. Oh my bad. No big deal. Yeah. Get it that. together, Tim. Under the bus. We'll throw prairie under the bus. <laughs> Get it together. So, fruited with Skittles, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So a lot more fruity flavors than what we're getting out of the Big Red, right? But what would you pair that with? A fruity Berliner Weiss. What would you pair it with, food-wise? If I was drinking Tiny S's, I'd, I don't even know. I can't drink Tiny S's. It's, it's too sour to me. Too much it's going too, on. There's a, there's a lot, it's delicious. It's, it's a like great beer. Drinking those smoothie beers, they have a place, but I don't know about pairing them with stuff. You end your night with the Tiny S's. But there was one by Symbol. They mimicked an ocean water. Okay. And... Um, it was it was a Berliner and it was beautiful. It was smooth. It was just the right amount of sweet at the end because they used the actual ocean water in it, like the sonic way to use it. Oh, okay. And it gives me very much like what that we're drinking now. And I think I would pair the. I'm so sorry that I forget the name, but. Um, well, podcast really. Yeah, um, I would pair it something with just as like 
like this, the babagoa mm-hmm. or something just as spicy or something. Just that's as, a good thought. Know. And that's what I was kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I was wrapping this around in my brain as we're sitting here drinking and tasting it. And so I can't think of anything that I'd pair a Berliner Weiss with. I can't think of anything that if I'm drinking a fruity Berliner Weiss, what kind of food am I going to pair with it? In fact, when I'm thinking about beer dinners that we've had here at this little draft shop, I don't remember pairing a Berliner Weiss or a sour with any of the food that came out of the kitchen. Maybe it needs a, a tart dessert. Maybe it does need a tart dessert. I think the... Something that complements it as opposed to... This contrast. one, to me, was brewed to the food instead of having food that would mm. pair with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. I like so the way you said reverse. that. Yeah. Like it, it, is, it is the reverse. Like There's a very narrow market as far as what you're going to pair this beer with as far as food-wise, but... They because it's so narrow, it's done very very well. Like there, there's not a lot of options. They, they, like I'm not going to go and you know eat a steak and drink a rojo. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but breakfast tacos, breakfast barbacoa tacos, and a rojo. Oh, barbacoa and egg tacos. I love my staff. This is great. I oh, love barbacoa. Anyway, so it's like a staple, right? Every yes. Sunday, barbacoa tacos. You have to. And that was one of the things that they mentioned on the website, right? Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. this is what you should be doing. Um, here Absolutely. we are on Sunday mornings, <laughs> partaking. So as far as a pairing goes, putting this beer with barbacoa tacos, Done. what are your thoughts, ladies? Winner. Winner. Oh, good. So good. Winner, nice. winner, breakfast, dinner. Yep. Yes. So that, that's kind of cool. I like that. So, Because, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, you weren't super high on the beer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, okay. it's, it's a good beer. It's good. It's, it's nice. Anything, it's done well. Yeah, it's nice. It's done well. But it wasn't your 4.0. It was Mariah's 4.0. Right. But we pair it with what they're asking us to pair it with, with the barbacoa tacos. And all of a sudden, this becomes this becomes hot tub beer breakfast. Absolutely. This is delicious. I can see eating this on the edge of your hot tub. You know, mm-hmm. and the plate's a hot tub. Drinking it, yeah. drinking a roll. Yeah, yeah, this is good. It's, it's this is delicious. So would you say this little... is your four pairing? Oh, is you know, this is this the perfect hot tub beer breakfast? I don't know. I haven't done a hot tub beer breakfast yet. I know it's the first it's, one. You know, it's it ranks very very high. Mm-hmm. I would I would do this in the hot tub. Absolutely, hundred percent. Love Beautiful. it. Beautiful. I'm sorry, I just have a mouth. I know. Yep. For all eating. Podcast and eating. Yeah. It's ASMR. A than drinking. Oh, um, <laughs> um, but no, I... Somebody's getting turned on and somebody else is... Uh, <laughs> somebody else is getting turned off. Man, they, they did their homework. And again, it's... Mm, it hits a little home for me because like I said, clearly can remember learning how to dance with my mother with the music playing in the background... And then they say, eat it on Sunday mornings. Babacoa is made for Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a family staple. Like, if you're not eating babacoa on Sunday morning, then, like, you know what I mean? But it's, I love that. They give you a step-by-step how to enjoy the beer, how to enjoy it at its, like, peak. And, man, I'm going to go it again and again. I'm going to give it a four out of four. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to. I love it. I know. The, the, the beer is a standalone. I think I, I'm going to stick with my rating. It's like a 3.642, mm-hmm. uh, whatever I did. It's yeah. a good beer. Um, it's not a hot tub need for me uh, when I get in the hot tub. But Man, pairing this with the tacos mm-hmm. completely changed the whole experience for me. 
Um, I love those stories too, like your stories of how much this means to you and the flavors and the music behind it and following step by step. And I, that's kind of what's fun, man. It's like, I think it seems as though, and I don't know Isla Street very well, it seems as though they're tapping into some Texas culture mm-hmm. um, that's just both Hispanic and uniquely Texas um, that we can all identify with mm-hmm, and right. all enjoy. And, and that's... That's part of the fun of this podcast. That's part of the fun of drinking beer with it, with everybody around you is the experience and the stories that are told and the memories that it brings back. Um, for me, the whole package, this beer with this taco, with you ladies this morning, that's 4.0 for me. Agreed. It's a 4.0 on, on a hot tub beer breakfast uh, with, with the company, with the food, with the beer. Excuse me. is amazing. It is really good job. Yeah, Jake. So this is a re-rate. <laughs> this is a re-rate. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 4.0 on the Rojo breakfast. This is delicious. Um, yeah. Isla Street, if you would like to use Rojo breakfast as a trademark, um, you may. <laughs> uh, you just need to pay us a dollar per mention. Dollar per mention. Um, and if you don't, you'll get a cease and desist. Um, we're really into handing out cease and desist right now, um, and that's how this works. So, um, guys. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. I know this is a short little one-off episode, but it has been a blast for us. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. If you have enjoyed listening to it, make sure that you're sending this out to all your friends and family who would enjoy uh, our stories and our BS as much as you do. Um, Please make sure that you're liking and subscribing. Make sure that you're rating this podcast and leaving some comments on a a review. Uh, The more ratings and the more reviews we get, uh, the more people will pick up traction. The more traction we pick up, the longer we can do this. There's also a link on our Instagram bio. That link on the Instagram bio will send you to any podcatcher that you would like to listen to, that you normally listen to. It will send you to our show on that podcatcher, as well as a link to support us financially. Uh, you can keep the hot tub warm for as little as 99 cents a month for as much as however much you want to spend per month. We won't ever tell you no. We're all inclusive here on the Hot Tub Beer Podcast. Yes. Guys, thank you very much for joining us. Mary, Mariah, thank you very much for spending some time with me this morning. I love it. And the Tejano music plays us out. Until next time, guys, cheers and enjoy your hot tub beers. Cheers. <laughs>